I almost died on that one. Oh. I was an hour away before this. It was a three-week expedition. It was a serious undertaking. Yeah. Living on a glacier, rock, snow, and ice, no living, breathing insects, plants, nothing for a full three weeks. And this vicious blizzard blows in when I'm almost at the summit, and we had to retreat. This is Digital Marketing. Hey, it's Marky Grass here, and I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? It might sound too good to be true, but our new sponsors at getemails.com can do just that. They've created a system that's compliant with U.S. laws and regulations, and every email address they send you is opted in to receive emails. So that means that you can connect your anonymous website visitors to real people and safely retarget them through email with real-time, fully compliant interactions. It might sound too good to be true, but trust me, it works. The CEO, Adam Robinson, is brilliant. And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. That's getemails.com slash digitalmarketer. Hey guys, welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast, where we talk everything digital marketing from strategy to all the different platforms we all know and love. Today I have Dave Albano, one of our certified partners, plus a elite coach and an agency owner. Uh, so today we thought we'd talk about being an agency owner, some of the productivity tips and tricks that you have, and also a sprinkling of the lifestyle that we live as agency owners and how we tend to lose track of time. Mm. I think is the best way to put it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so we actually just had uh, Dave out at our certified partner training day. He did a presentation specifically about productivity. So we're going to touch on a few of those points, the most memorable of which was your death calendar. <laughs> and so Dave, actually, clock. <laughs> Dave has this calendar that shows every week that he's alive and it marks it down as they get closer to what was the lifespan that's uh, that one is an 80 year lifespan 80 year lifespan and it's blacked out all the weeks that he's lived so far correct so you want to talk about the mindset behind that yeah well it's, it's funny you mentioned mindset because i actually have a psych background so mindset oh, is is key to pretty much everything i do and in my mind that's all marketing is is psychology and what makes people tick I actually have my social psychology degree and I did my honors thesis in goal setting and motivational theory oh, because yeah. I love to know what makes people take. And that's cool. what marketing is. So I, I love that. In fact, you keyed in on the mindset piece, number one, and back to the, the life calendar, death calendar, however you want to position it. Let's be positive. Let's call it a life calendar. <laughs> <laughs> so it actually time comes, left. Calendar. <laughs> right. So it actually comes from uh, stoic philosophy, right? To, to, to live simply. And there's this Chrome extension you can plug into your browser called memento mori so <laughs> memento like keepsake kind of thing memento mm -hmm. and mori so literally that is latin for remember death right and it's a constant reminder it's a, so it's a death clock it's a death <laughs> clock it's a, it's a doomsday <laughs> clock yes <laughs> essentially right. so yes this death clock this life calendar. life calendar so go go check it out it's a chrome extension just google it called memento mori and uh, you plug it into your chrome browser and every time you open up a new tab, 
this life calendar showing the number of weeks you've lived shows all marked out automatically. You enter your birth date and it auto calculates this. So they have, you can go to literally, they have giant poster size formats of 80 or 90 year lifespans measured out in the number of weeks where the number of weeks you have uh, one square represents one week of your life. And if you take one square and you have 52 tiny squares is one row that represents one year of your life. And then there's several other squares in a giant grid format. So row two would be year two, row three is year three and so forth for like 80 or 90 rows. So it's a giant grid of tiny little boxes. So you plug in your, your birth date, it auto calculates how many weeks you've lived to date. And it shows more importantly, how many weeks left in the white space you have left to live. Mm -hmm. So they literally have giant poster size formats where you can put it on your wall at home and, and color in each week as it passes. Yeah. This is the much easier version and automated version. And you see it every time you log into your computer with every single new browser tab you open up pops up. And I take a moment or two every time I open up a new browser tag tab to kind of meditate on it and literally remember memento mori and remember death but also remember life and what i have left living that's awesome so in terms of like your work because obviously opening up new tabs is a big part of being a digital marketer yes what does that do for your mindset in terms of getting work done for that day or week <laughs> or whatever it, is? It, it reminds me to to gsd get stuff <laughs> done or uh, a little more stronger expletive <laughs> too nice <laughs> right but yeah it just it's a constant daily reminder that we only have so many days on this planet so many weeks on this planet so many there's i think what is it uh, 86,400 seconds in every day mm -hmm. every single time i open that up it reminds me to make the most of it so that helps me focus on the productivity focus on the fun stuff that i you know want to do as well it's not just all about all work no play Mm -hmm. I mean, what are, what are the things that bring you joy and bring you to life? What are you working so hard all the time as an agency owner, as any business owner? What are you working towards? Because of the, the love of work, most of us, I would argue, know is because you want to enjoy the, the greater successes in life. Yeah. It reminds you all about that stuff, too. That's awesome. So the uh, life calendar reminds me of a, a video I saw from Jordan Peterson, who actually talked about, you know, your life and your life is not sitting on a beach drinking cocktails. That's like a little tiny vacation from your life. Totally. <laughs> your life is, I think his example was how your wife greets you when you walk in the door. Mm. That's your life. So stop thinking in terms so of what's the day to day. Yeah. With the day to day. Well, it's, it's 99% of your time, but I think for a lot of people and marketers and small business owners specifically are it's just this grind that you're going through mm -hmm. and the vacations actually end up being, you know, annoying yeah yeah <laughs> as you're building your business or extraneous to your own life yeah right? or it's just a lot of work it's yeah. a different type of work yeah. and so i think it's easy to get that in that cycle and then realize like oh my gosh 10 years have gone by or if you're watching your weeks yep. it's only been this many weeks so exactly gotta... but every time that new week clocks over and that next square fills in it's like yeah the clock is ticking it's yeah. a constant reminder that's gone but to your point i mean it's also important i find it's important to build around your day-to-day, -day, the proper environment, so you can enjoy those finer things in life or so you can enjoy the things that turn you on. Mm -hmm. Like for me, I'm a climber, Hiking. right? So I'm a high altitude mountaineer. As well, so. I remember, well, when you were giving your presentation, what stuck out to me was how much time you said you spend doing the stuff that you actually like, which ends up being every day or pretty close to it. Yeah, pretty close to it. That's awesome. uh, I, I try to work smarter, not harder. 
Yeah. Right. And in so doing, well, it's easier it, said than done. <laughs> it is, it is, but I've literally worked my entire lifetime up until you know, decades on this mm. planet, manufacturing the lifestyle I have so I can enjoy the things that I love doing. And one of those things is being outdoors. It turns me on. The mountains are my cathedral, mm. right? I get recharged and I get literally, as I'm relating this to you, I'm getting tingles up and down mm. my spine because it's that important to me. That's awesome. But what is it for you or for all the listeners out there? What's important to you that turns you on? Mm -hmm. I know what that is for me, what rejuvenates my soul and charges my spirit. I live in the shadow of the Rocky Mountains in Calgary, Alberta, Canada, because of that reason. I'm originally from the Toronto Niagara Falls area, mm -hmm. and, and I moved out west, left my family, left my friends and everything that I knew growing up as a kid. That was a hard decision. But my lifestyle and what I wanted to surround myself with was more important. I was, I was being a little selfish there for sure, mm -hmm. but I left and brought my whole family over and the whole nine yards. But I love this phrase, selfishness equals self-care. And we're always so busy, especially for the lady listeners out there. This is a bit of a stereotype, so if I apologize if I offend anyone. But you guys are known as the, the caregivers and carers and sharers, right? Mm -hmm. You're always your pleasers, right? Almost to a fault. It's innate in you. That's how we evolved. That's not a, a detriment. It's just that how people have evolved over time. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that's uh, to a fault that we neglect ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I repeat again, selfishness is a form of self-care. So moving out west, yeah, I was being a little selfish, but everyone knew what I was doing and I was doing it for me. And now I have a lifestyle that I love. That, that's fantastic. Well, and I think for both of your profession, because you said that you were originally in your degree in psychology, was it? Yeah. And you got into marketing because it was the specific application of something you were already passionate about. Yes. I love psychology awesome. and I use my degree in every day in my career. That's awesome. And I love doing it. It's not work for me. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's even better. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but I think I'd be, well, and like I said about that grind where it's like, well, I got to pay the bills and I got to, mm -hmm. you know, take care of this and take care of that. And you end up just in this, you know, funk treadmill. For, of, yeah. You well, know, you don't doom. even realize it's happening. Well, yeah. it's just like, well, that's just how I survive. And so I think, I think that survival mindset is a lot of small business owners, a lot of agency owners where it's just like, well, this is what I have to do to get by. Yep. And that's, and and I'm here to tell you that I think there's a different way. Mm -hmm. I think that is a societal expectation that mm -hmm. we place on ourselves and society places on ourselves. Not just that all they reward it. Like, oh, you're so working so hard. Yeah. And you got to have your, you know, a nose to the grindstone like 24 seven. Yeah. You know, well, 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 it's kind of, well, it's funny because I, I hear that for me because I, I do a lot of things and I do seem very busy. But when people tell me that, like, well, I know you're super duper busy and I'm like, I'm not doing this right. It's not mm. supposed to look like that. <laughs> but, and when you do it that hard and you're working so hard with nose to the grindstone, what happens? The time passes. You look up and all of a sudden, what are we? We're in March right yeah. now. And Almost all of a sudden you look up and it's a quarter of the year. Where did it go? Right? So time passes like that. And that's why I believe I literally take the time. If I'm out on a walk somewhere and there's a roach bush, I, you know, this is, this is <laughs> I will stop. It, I, I'm, a, I'm a living cliche. Yes. I will literally stop to smell the roses that's fantastic. on purpose. I take the time just to slow it down, just to dial it back because we're already on that treadmill, mm -hmm. which is spinning so fast. So when you can manufacture those moments of, of appreciation mm -hmm. of life, it just makes everything so much better. Well, and I think I, I have severe allergies, so I don't do that. <laughs> okay, fair but, enough. <laughs> well, you got cedar fever going on now in uh, Austin. Just I starting. used to. I got used to that. <laughs> no, but with my son, though, I'll do the same thing, but I'll do it with the clouds or something like yeah. that. Like, hey, that's that's a pretty 
vista we're seeing right now. You need to look at it. Dude, every part of my morning routine, I hop out of the, out of bed and I got a beautiful ensuite deck off my bedroom overlooking the mountains. I got beautiful um, views of the mountain, Rocky Mountain skyline. The first thing I do when I hop out of bed is open that door, get out on my deck and enjoy the mountains, assuming they're not clouded in. But usually that, that recharges me, even not even being in there. I make that part of my, not just my lifestyle, but my daily routine. Mm -hmm. So it gets me away from the mundane and I'm, I, I'm a helpless romantic. So I do that in the morning, but then at night, again, my. Hey, Ryan Dice here. You know, it's been a while since I've run the day-to-day -day for Digital Marketer, the company that Roland and I are partners in. Fortunately, we have a great team and great partners who help us with all that nitty-gritty stuff now. But the one thing that we focused on while I was there and the one thing the team still focuses on to this day is optimizing everything. I'm talking testing everything from the sales copy to the color of the checkout button. Testing like this can have a huge impact on your bottom line, but the truth is it takes a lot of time and a lot of resources. And half the time we were just throwing stuff against the wall just to kind of see what stuck. But the good news is you don't have to figure everything out on your own anymore. And that's because our friends at Conversion Fanatics have optimized hundreds of sites in all types of industries from small startups to Fortune 500s. And now they can handle all your testing and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. A deck overlooks where the sun sets over the mm -hmm. Rockies. I bought my place specifically for that. I see the sunsets every night and That's I appreciate awesome. them. Calgary is like a three hour drive from Montana, mm -hmm. north of the American border. So Montana is known as big sky country. Well, that carries, you know, three hours north too. So we're yeah. a big sky country too, right? Nice. And it is absolutely stellar. And I enjoy that every single day, just taking those little moments of life to appreciate. So... Yeah, I love your lifestyle because that, that sounds ideal. Following your passion with your work, following your passion with your activities, making time for those activities, yeah. uh, and then just appreciating every, or at least a few moments. Other little moments. Day. So if you're a you know, small business owner, agency owner who's hustling all the time, mm -hmm. can't seem to find a way out of working 50, 60 hours a week and on the weekends, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it doesn't stop yeah, the 60, 80 hours when it should be 40 or less. Exactly. So what steps could they like practical right now steps? Could they start to implement that could actually get them closer to that ideal? Okay. Fantastic question. Uh, I actually have developed a tool that I think will help the listeners out there. So if you're cool with it, I'll have to yeah. share. Okay. So there's no opt-in required to this guy. So, but if you go to jozamarketing.com, that's J O Z A marketing.com forward slash Focus wise, all one word, F O C U S W I S E. Josephmarketing.com forward slash focus wise. That'll take you to a, an ungated spreadsheet with a five step formula that I designed. It's called the focus wise formula. And step one, and this is what I want listeners to do. I don't know if we'll get be able to get into all, all of them because there's a lot of calculations in the spreadsheet. Yeah, we'll see the general gist. Yeah, general gist is step one is to identify every single activity you do in an average week. 
no matter how menial, if you are a coach or a trainer, well, then naturally you would have coaching time slots in there, but you also have checking email, checking Facebook, doing social media, managing your team. If you have a big team, small team, managing yourself, working out, whatever. And these are business. Let's not do the personal activities. Mm -hmm. So maybe workout was a bad example, but you want to do your business related activities. Yeah. Every, email, all that stuff, replying to email. So don't just put email, be as granular as you mm. can guys and do checking email, but then replying to email, forwarding email, all those things, be as granular as possible. So that's step one, identify all the business related tasks, no matter how menial that you do in a, a given week, mm -hmm. including those tasks that are zero value tasks, like checking Facebook just out of, you know, personal pleasure during business hours. Mm. And all of a sudden you're watching cat videos on YouTube. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so do that. So that's, let's call it part a of step one. Mm -hmm. Part B is go back to each one of those activities and assign a dollar value to each activity. If you were able to outsource that activity mm. to someone else other than you yeah. and everything is outsourceable guys, by the way. Okay. So assign the, and you'll have to do some rough estimates here. It doesn't have to be exact. This is not an exact science, but it's ballpark. Yeah. So give a rough estimate. Like you could hire an employee or a virtual assistant, for example, to do, to check your email, to do inbox management. Nice. And you might say, if you're, you're here in North America, like we are, that might be a 20 or $25 hour task. But if you're outsourcing an offshore, that might be a five or $10 hour mm -hmm. task. Right. So whatever your situation is and, and choose the lesser of those options. Okay. Right. So if you know it's possible to do it five bucks an hour, then put in five bucks an hour, but just be uh, aware of your options. So what that does is the next step in the process is to determine your zone of genius. Mm -hmm. And those are your areas of brilliance, the things you love doing and the things that move the needle in your business, the money makers, the things that make the cash register. It's the overlap of those three things I call the zone of genius. So it's your area of brilliance. It is your uh, money makers, the things that move the needle in your mm -hmm. business and the things you love doing. You might be brilliant at something, but you may suck hate it. doing that. Yeah, you yeah. may suck at it or <laughs> you just don't like doing it, right? So anyway, that identify your top three activities there and then estimate the average percentage per week hmm. you spend in those activities. And the idea is once you identify your, your three top areas of your zone of genius, work more there because yeah. you love doing them. You're brilliant at them and they move the needle in your business. Why wouldn't you be working there? Yeah. Right? You should be angry that you're not working. Exactly. <laughs> and try and follow the 80, 20 rule. It's impossible to work a hundred percent of the time there, but if you can bump it up from, you know, 20% of working in your, those top three and you can bump it up 30% and 40% up to 80% to get the 80, yeah. 20 rule. Loads your business. Yeah. So I'm not going to delve into the other steps because there's formulations and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff involved. The key point is, and the heavy lifting guys is in step one, when you yeah, identify listen. all those activities, I mean, that should take you just no more than 10, 15 minutes. Well, to do. and if you are having difficulty, what we do at digital marketer from an executive standpoint is we track what we do every day for like two weeks yeah. and they're like, today I did this for this much time. And then you, you just average it. Exactly. Out. Exactly. And that's the, the perfect way to, to identify those activities mm -hmm. and the time involved. Uh, so once you do that, then your job and the FocusWise formula helps you identify those when you go through the rest of the process. You determine those low-level activities that are way below your pay grade. Mm -hmm. The things that are simply just not worth your time doing. Because one of the next steps in the process, it identifies your true 
hourly rate, what your time is worth. Mm. And most people don't know that number. This formula, this calculator sheet will do that for you. And it, it just, it's a point of awareness. It mm -hmm. brings you to appreciate how many tasks you shouldn't be doing and what your next steps are to offload those tasks from your workload. That's awesome. Well, the funny thing is we, as marketers, we do that constantly with our funnels, with all yep. our website analytics, with all our social media stats. And then when it comes to our own time our own stuff we optimize <laughs> everything but ourselves but ourselves we just say like wow we just gotta do the work yeah like yeah no actually if you take you know take half an hour to do this exercise guys or less optimize yourself it'll change your life i promise yeah well and even just making you know small things like for me uh a big change i made was i stopped working when i got home mm. and because I, I have kids so there's of course. homework stuff's happening and talk to my wife yep. and i used to try to work during that process <laughs> Yeah. And not only was it unproductive, but it made everybody angry. So mm -hmm. once I cut that out and it was, it was hard. It sounds easy. Like, well, just stop working, turn off your computer or your phone or whatever. But you have clients, you have stuff going on, you have deadlines. And so you feel that pressure all the time. Mm -hmm. But I think for me, it was going through that acknowledgement. Like I'm not getting that much done during the four hours I'm trying to work. I'm getting 15 minutes of work done. Exactly. Why even try? Yeah. And so that's, I, I think that's a, a fan fantastic way to just even if you just identify that one piece mm -hmm. your life will be better well and if you go through that exercise identify those all those activities you don't have to eliminate them all overnight yeah i mean rome wasn't built in a day so just choose one the first one get that off your list delegate it outsource it drop it whatever you have to do and then work on the next one you start buying your time back mm -hmm. and using yourself for highest and best use that's fantastic. so i invest in real estate too and that's my my wealth building <laughs> activity so i'll take all my income and profits from the businesses i own and pour them into real estate that's my wealth building ah. so in real estate there's this adage that you always want to use a piece of property for its highest and best use ah. I okay. took that adage and applied it to, to life. And we want to use our time for the same thing, our highest and best use. Doing these low-level activities ain't it. That's that's awesome. We actually did the exact same thing with our, our projects around our home. So we have you know some acreage and there's always things that need to be done. Mm -hmm. And so we have only have so much money to spend on that. So we look at the money and we look at the projects and we say, hey, what's going to be the biggest impact on our lifestyle? Yeah. And so that's how we organize the tasks. And you prioritize. Yeah, and exactly. Then, then they get done. Yep. You, you can't get everything done. Of course you not. Know, but. but you can you know, just chip away at it and start making progress. And when you get progress, you see momentum, you build momentum, it spins the flywheel again, mm -hmm. and you rinse and repeat. Yeah, well, and I'll tell you, nothing feels better than when you outsource a task and the task gets done. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so like, oh it, my it's God. interesting you bring this up because <laughs> I mean, I formed my marketing agency. I'm a strategy guy. Mm -hmm. So I focus mainly on the strategy and my fractional CMO for several companies around the world and, you know, multi-million dollar companies, they bring me in and I basically tell them what to do. You know, it's great yeah. for me because I don't have to you implement. Have to <laughs> I, I just strategize and coach them That's on fun. what to do and how to do it, but their teams have to do it inevitably they always come back to me guys you know dave i don't have the team or the time to do all this stuff what you're recommending can't you just do it for me or recommend uh someone who can you, yeah. so out of that demand i actually created a whole new service arm of my company just for uh va staffing virtual huh. assistants 
So because there was the demand there and I know there's other VA agencies out there. I made this one a little different because I saw other problems and I've experienced this before. When I first started out on my my journey looking for VAs, I heard, hey, you know, everyone get a VA and offload all your tasks. Well, there's no panacea to anything, right? But one of the big issues I found and with my clients came back to me when I introduced this is that the recruitment efforts, which is another task, Mm -hmm. is another time you say, oh, I got to hire someone. Now you got to start writing job descriptions and then you got to post them and then you're inundated with all these these submissions and then you got to filter them and sort through them and read them all and prioritize them and then you got to do interviews so i offloaded all of that through my va staffing arm of my company the division and we do all the recruitment for you so you don't have to that's again is in practice with the keeping of the principles that's not your highest and best use yeah so i formed a service to do that that's number one they don't have to do any recruitment efforts we do the processes. We do two meetings. One is a needs discovery session to see what kind of needs you need fulfilled, what kind of tasks you need fulfilled in your business, custom to you. And then we do the recruitment. We bring them back over and we do a three-way interview between you, the prospect or client, me, the service provider, and the potential VA. Hmm. I already know they're a good fit for the requirements through the needs assessment session. But I just want to make sure it's a good cultural and personality fit with where they're going to end up in the business. So that's what that interview is. And it's like 20 minutes. It's super quick. Hmm. And you either like them or you don't. And we move on. It's great. If it doesn't work out, I'll do that. My guarantee is the whole process. I'll do all the recruitment for free. Do that and replace the VA that didn't work out, which rarely happens. Uh, But sometimes, you know, things happen or personalities clash, whatever it is. And then we'll replace them. And because this is a digital marketer podcast, one of the other issues I see happening is they have to train VAs or their employees in all things digital marketer because they're digital marketer advocates. Mm -hmm. The company, right? They're trained in the customer value journey or the growth scorecard or the growth flywheel, all the tools we teach in digital marketer. Mm -hmm. These companies are adopting them, but then they have to teach their employees. I teach my VAs all that stuff before I ever inject them into a company so you don't have to. That's awesome. So there's the training. And then the last piece that is a big headache for most people, they get a VA inserted in their company. And there's arguably, and all of mine are based out of the Philippines, by the way, Mm -hmm. they're not North American. Um, But they're, you know, high level English, high intelligence factor, quick learners, all that stuff, and pre-trained in DM ways. Uh, And then the biggest issue once all that process is done is once they're injected into a company is the communication and if they're doing a good job. Mm. You know, the client doesn't know. And when they, anyone typically hires a VA, they're going, how do I know if they're doing a good job? How do I know what they're doing and when, and they're not checking in and because there's cultural barriers and they're typically shy and cultural differences, all these things. So I've developed a proprietary process to eliminate all that. So the VAs are trained to communicate not just once a week, not every other day, daily. There's daily check-ins and using a proprietary template I developed, you know exactly what they did that day and what they're doing tomorrow. So you never have to guess. There's never any guesswork. That's amazing. Well, I think that's, that is a, a big factor to consider when you're thinking about using a VA or outsourcing some of these tasks. Like there is a train, unless you use your service, of course, there is a training factor, uh, totally. process. Fa- you know, I think it's, it's everybody's least favorite topic is, is process creation. Yeah. <laughs> so which, which it. actually they can do too. You want to, you need SOPs and standard operating yeah, procedures, you have go. your VA do it. There you go. <laughs> Got so, you, covered. I, you should really help though. <laughs> 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 I'm like, I, yeah, I always look at all our processes and be like, yeah, it's not about this yeah well because the, the problem is i've i've always found is you set together the process and if they don't understand the process like mm-hmm. why these tasks are being done yep. then they'll start skipping them like oh well 
that doesn't really do anything or mm-hmm. it does something that they don't understand. And so they just skip it and you're like, Oh, that's accounting records. You yeah. just skipped. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that's kind of critical to the business, yeah. <laughs> but that's exactly why they come pre-trained in something like the customer value journey, mm-hmm. which is a strategic framework that our businesses adopt, as mm-hmm. you know, and then that everyone is trained in that, including the VA. So they know the why, so they don't skip those steps. That's awesome. Well, I think that's some fantastic tips. Any any last motivators for adjusting your lifestyle, getting off the getting off the hamster wheel, hamster wheel, rat get, race, get, yeah, get, get, get a doomsday clock, no, <laughs> get a doomsday <laughs> memento mori, from extension. death clock. I like death, <laughs> death clock. clock. That sounds like an action movie. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I would really all jesting aside, I would really encourage everyone, literally, to stop and smell the roses, slow down a bit, a little bit, go back to the the death clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all have so many minutes or hours or days or weeks or years on this planet let's make the most of them it's not all about the work at the end of the day when you're on your deathbed no one's gonna say oh gee i work wish i worked more hours in the office yeah well for me it'd be like wow i was a hard worker like oh that's, that's what you want terrible thing right <laughs> i don't want to sound morbid and end on a downer note but i'm just trying to motivate people. yes for a motivator hey death is a pretty strong motivator oh, yeah. well right? go to any funeral and then the best ones are usually the ones where somebody just killed it at life and did a zillion things it, and nobody's sad they're just like they get kicked ass dude <laughs> if i i mean heaven forbid but i I've, I've had many scrapes with death to be honest i'm currently climbing the seven summits is a lifelong pursuit that's the highest peak on each continent the last one i attempted i'm too <laughs> i'm a little disappointed because <laughs> i am down i have i'm two in so far two out of the seven Ooh. accomplished my third one that I attempted was Denali, the highest peak in Alaska. Mm. And uh, yeah, I, uh, I almost died on that one. Oh. I was an hour away before this. It, it was a three-week expedition. It was a serious undertaking. Yeah. Living on a glacier, rock, snow, and ice, no living, breathing insects, plants, nothing for a full three weeks. And this vicious blizzard blows in when I'm almost at the summit and we had to retreat. But I do that because it, it brings me joy. It's challenging. It's hard work, mm-hmm. but it's fulfillment. It's fulfilling, right? And if I died on that mountain, heaven forbid, or if I die on my next climb, I would die loving doing what I love. Yeah. So do more of what you love. Even if, it, you know, life is so short, heaven forbid, we can leave here, the studio, uh, recording studio right now, and get hit by a car. Yeah. Right? We never know. That's so, 90, most dangerous road in America. Yeah, I, I know. I know. It's right out <laughs> I know. I walked it from the coffee shop down the street. <laughs> oh, uh, well, so. thank you so much for coming on. I like having these kind of lifestyle episodes so people realize that it's not just about constant development and constant change and things, but if you figure out your passion and can apply it to your work, that's that's an awesome step. And then taking that time to actually enjoy life is, you know, obviously the most important thing you can do. Exactly. That's why, why are we doing this? <laughs> and, and, the, and I think it's a success driver, you know? Totally. You'll, totally. you'll be much more successful if you're happy. People measure their success in our society through dollars and cents. I would argue it should be time. Yeah, I agree. The, the time doing the things we love more and more. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find out more about you? Josemarketing.com. I already mentioned that. J-O-Z-A. I'll do the Canadian version this time. <laughs> or the, the British version. Marketing.com. you can find me there if you're interested in any of the va stuff that i mentioned you can uh, just email me at support or email my team support at josemarketing.com hit me up there i'm on the facebook's i'm on the socials i'm on linkedin just under my name dave albano all one word a-l-b-a-n-o and yeah cool you can find me
We'll put all those links in the description too. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want more of this, please subscribe. Also, if you're interested in being on the podcast, check out our website, digitalmarker.com. Go to the bottom, look for work with us, and you'll find links for pretty much any way to contribute. So check that out and we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for having me, Mark. Hey, DM listeners, if you're running a Black Friday or Cyber Monday special, listen up, because Digital Marketer just released our Canva holiday promo pack. It includes almost 200 templates that you can use to make the graphics for all your upcoming holiday specials and three unique design themes for each holiday. The promo pack is usually $27, but you can get it today for free. Check the show notes for the link to download, or you can go directly to digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates. That's digitalmarketer.com forward slash LP forward slash holiday templates.